This isn't gold. This is a wishing well. Look. Hey, you guys, look. look. It must be the old Moss Garden wishing well. You know, I always used to believe that when you threw your money in, it turned into your wish. You take no coins. And I'll take two coins. And no, that's not fair. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. You what? can't do this. Why? Why? Because these are somebody else's wishes. They're somebody else's dreams. Yeah. But you know what? This one. This one right here. This was my dream, my wish. And it didn't come true. So I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. Hello and welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And more. And more. If you like us, come to our Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. We're also on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can listen to us on all the platforms in the world, including Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more. Now let's get to the show. All right. So, how are we doing today? Fine. So, there's no new movies really coming out, um, but I did see one that is directed by John Stewart that looks pretty good. Really? Yeah, it stars Steve Carell and I want to say her name is Rose Byrne. Okay. And they're like people in the media and how the media is, you know, profiting off of lies. Oh, uh-huh. So, there you go. It looks interesting. That's all I'm saying. I'm really interested for this new Steve Carell show on Netflix, the Space, yeah, Space Force. Force. It looks funny, and it looks nothing like what I thought. Exactly. I was actually expecting something like Galaxy Quest, and we're not going to get that. We're going to get an actual, honest-to-goodness, people trying to make a Space Force. I, I like this idea. Yeah. I, I really do. Okay. Um. All right, so today's movie is Goonies. Yeah, uh... I thought it might be a really good idea since everybody's home with their kids. Yeah. To have a movie that they can sit down with their kids and not worry about, you know, excessiveness like yeah. our last movie. <laughs> well, our next movie is going to be Showgirls. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, it is. Ugh. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. <laughs> but this is uh, rated PG, uh, 1985. One hour, 54 minutes, and we own it on home video. So. Mm-hmm. There's no streaming. It's on, uh, like, TNT or USA or one of those channels yeah. all the time. Yeah, and also I think, I think HBO Max is going to have it. We saw it at uh, Walmart for $5. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a steal. It's a great movie. The story is by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. The screenplay is written by Chris Columbus, and we know him from? A lot of stuff. He directed Home Alone, uh-huh. and he directed the first two Harry Potter films, I believe. Yeah, I believe those were Christopher Columbus Mills movies. Yeah. Um, isn't Richard Donner involved with this project? Richard Donner is the director. Okay. He directed the first Superman. Right. He kind of directed the second one, but they got kicked out. I, I still don't understand why. Is it because they just wanted to go a different direction? I, I really don't remember the reason, but there is a Donner cut of the Superman 2. Yeah. Um, they made it more campy and more funny oh, in the second maybe movie. maybe that was the problem. But there was a real seriousness with the three, you know, Zod and all Yes. That. 
that was real serious. And and in a, in a TV cut I watched once in Superman two, they kill a kid. Oh a wow! Kid. He's riding away on a horse or a motorcycle. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm just dumb. But he, uh, <laughs> the the lady takes like one of those bubble lights from a cop yeah, car, yeah. And, and throws it at him and kills him. Oh my! Yeah. So that's not very good for PG ratings. No, no. Richard Donner is still alive. He's ninety something years old. Yeah, we just saw uh, Josh Gad interview all of the cast. Uh, yeah. You know, by by video, yeah, and like Donner was on there, mm-hmm. and it was kind of funny because he clearly didn't he had get the idea. No what was idea going what on. he was doing. Yeah, so it was kind of interesting. Um, but like like you said, we saw everybody was there. Mm-hmm. We saw Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, Jeff Cohen, Corey Feldman, Carrie Green, Martha Plimpton, uh, Key Hugh Kwan. Also, uh, Robert uh, Davi, I think that's his name, D-A-V-I, Davi. Oh, one of the brothers. Yeah, he's yeah. the opera guy. Uh, Joey Pantolomini. You never can say it right. We always call him Joey Pants. <laughs> yeah, I always call him Joe Pants. Um, and uh, Anne Ramsey, who is not with us anymore, yes. she wasn't on the no. on the thing. So Steven Spielberg was on it. We though, did too. see we did see Spielberg, and we saw Donner and uh, everybody except for Mama. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really cute. It was like what less than a half hour. Yeah, it was about so. 20, 26 minutes, twenty three minutes. It, it was like kind that. of fun to see them all together. It was interesting, even though they weren't together together. <laughs> so, okay, so out of all these, Sean Astin became a star. Oh yeah, he did. He did Rudy. He's done a couple of Sandler films. He's the freaking Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh-huh. He's also in Stranger Things yeah. season two. Yeah, he's Bob. He dies. Spoiler alert. You're supposed to say that before you you give things away. So <laughs> no, I'm sure it's been out long enough. Yeah. Josh Brolin. We know him. Yeah. No Country He's, for Old yeah. Men. Thanos. Thanos. Um, lots of stuff. So The new Old Boy, which is garbage. I haven't seen that oh, one. Oh, it's garbage. I've, that's he, why. Although you do get to see his nutsack. Ew. Yeah. It's all dangly. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah. No. Corey Feldman. He was a huge star. He's a he was a good actor until he stopped becoming a good actor. Yes, like one of my favorite movies of his is Dream a Little Dream. Yeah, it's so good. I haven't seen it in years. We could watch it today. Like the the chick that was in that movie is now married to Patton yeah. Oswalt. Meredith uh, something or other. Yeah, I loved Jason Robards. I think. I love that was chick in this too. Movie? And she wore like clothes and she was hot. You're a dork. Um but no, uh Corey Corey Feldman was in the movie with him and I personally liked Corey Feldman better than well, Corey. He was Aim. cuter. He was way cuter. Um, and I just I liked him better. I liked how he acted. Lost Boys was good. Oh, that's good too. Um License to Drive. Mm-hmm. Nice campy. Yeah, he he. The first time I saw him was in Friday the Thirteenth, part oh. five or six, uh-huh, uh-huh. whatever the final chapter was. Um, and then I saw him in Lost Boys, and then I watched Goonies for the first time. You know, it was like nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine when I finally saw Goonies. Yeah, I didn't get to see Goonies until I was like a preteen because it hadn't come on TV for so long. Yeah, and. Uh, 
what else has Corey Feldman been in? Well, he did he did a couple sequels to Lost Boys. There's direct to DVD. He's like, my name is Victor Frog. I'm a surfboard shaper and vampire hunter. So when I saw him in that sequel movie, I was like, I can't watch this. This is garbage. Yeah, he he turned into the worst actor of all time. They they both had really hard lives, and we yeah. which we've seen come out mm-hmm. about you know the drugs and the sexual abuse and everything. So it kind of makes sense. But I I would think that acting talent wouldn't go away. The most fun I ever saw I was know. when he was uh, when he was singing that song with oh, his the angels. angels. Yeah, so Corey Feldman, to this day, brings in young women to live at his house to become musicians. It's weird. Yeah, I don't get it. It's weird. All right, anyway. anyway. It's a total side tangent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carrie Green, I don't know her from anything but this movie, and she's supposed to be the hot one, and she's not even Wasn't close she to being Lucas? the hot one. I don't know. I think she was in Lucas with Corey Haim. I it's don't possible. know. It's um, possible. But she's a mom now. Yeah. So she may not have been acting yeah, for a I, while. I haven't seen her in anything. I don't remember her from anything. Martha Plimpton, we know her from Raising Hope. Parenthood. And Parenthood. But Raising Hope recent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays the mom slash grandma uh, of the little baby. Yes. And, but, like, she was the hot one in this movie. She I always liked her. She clearly was the more pretty one. Um, Ki Hui Kwan... Ki Hui Kwan. Mm-hmm. He was short round in Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. in the Indiana Jones movie. Um, and apparently he's starting to act again. Oh. Because of Crazy Rich Asians and a couple other oh, Asian good. cast yeah. movies. So uh, hopefully we're going to see him in new stuff. Oh, I like that idea. Um, he was not Long Duck Dong. No. That was a different guy. Yes. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Joe Joey Pants, he was in The Matrix and The Sopranos. Yeah, I mean we know him from a lot All of, kinds stuff, of stuff. Um, but specifically The Sopranos, he was prominent in that. Yeah, he he's very goofy in this movie. Yeah, and he was in the first Matrix movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, and Anne Ramsey, she was in Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know her anything from else. anything else. She's this like strokey woman. She looks like she's had a stroke. She's got a very um, oh, odd, I'm... odd voice. What are you doing in there? You I'm know. sure she was a very lovely woman, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so anyway, anything bad. We start off with a guy in jail who has hung himself. Yes. This is a kids' movie. Uh huh. Cop goes in there reads the note that the guy put on his body and it says something like you sucker or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And then knocks the guy out and then he like leaves. He takes himself down, yeah. Because he didn't hang himself. Yeah. So <laughs> one of the guys is like pouring gasoline all over the parking lot. Yeah. And the other guy comes in and he's like gets in the car. But he can't get in the car right. No, he has to like dive in head first. Yes. They're they're weird. I call him Opera Guy. I don't know their names really. Oh, I wrote Opera it down Guy at one and point. Joe Pants. That's what I call him. Yeah. Uh it doesn't matter. Yeah. So then we get like they they fire a bullet at the uh at the gasoline mm-hmm. and it catches on fire and they're like there's this wall of fire and they leave but a cop car is just coming anyway, so it turns around and it starts chasing them and they get chased all through town. Weird things happen here. We see some of the cast. 
we see I think we see the dad who's a curator he has like three lines in this whole movie and he's just walking to his job oh yeah um we see Martha Plimpton bobbing for crabs uh-huh. in a gigantic bucket like her she is head first like soaked her whole half top half of her body yeah. in this barrel of water and she's pulled out a crab uh-huh. and I'm like what the hell's her backstory that this is what she's doing right well, now? Well, they live in an area where that might be like how That is not a thing. I don't know. That is not a thing Maybe anywhere. Maybe she was stealing the crab. I don't know. It was bizarre. It was weird, yes. Um, we see Mouth and his father are trying to fix a stink. Mm-hmm. Now Mouth is Corey Feldman. Um, and his father trying to fix his sink and the water squirts out of the drain onto Corey and he's like wiping his face off and he looks out the window. No, no, no. He, his dad says, turn turn that TV down. So he turns the TV off uh-huh. and then there's still sirens and stuff. Yeah. He goes, what I tell you? And he's like, oh, it, it must be broken. <laughs> um, Chunk is at like a restaurant. He's eating a he, hot dog. Pizza. He's got pizza and a milkshake. Yeah, okay. Because he, yeah. he, like, gets right up on the and window. See, and he sees the car chase, and he's like, slams both the things into uh-huh. the window. He's like, ah, oh, shh, you know. Yeah. By the way, this is the first movie that I had watched where kids actually cuss. Uh-huh. And I thought that was interesting. And um, it's mostly, uh, it's mostly Chunk. Yeah, Chunk is the only one that really cusses. Chunk is the main comedic relief in this movie. He's funny, too. And he's played by a guy named uh, Jeff Cohen. And he he did this movie. He's I think what he said was, um, you can't go any higher up than this, so I just <laughs> retired early, is what he said. And... Uh, and he's an entertainment lawyer now. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, he's still in the industry. Just he's probably defended Corey and Corey. Maybe. You know? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we meet all the cast, and, and the and the and then we cut to Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, mm-hmm. and they're moving. They're packing. Yeah, they're packing. Actually, up. one of the brothers is packing. The other brother is like sad. Moping. <laughs> so they're not really packing. I Mikey. think they're supposed to be packing. I think they are too. <laughs> but they're not. Mikey. Mikey's sad. Yeah. Brand is the other Brandon brother. Brandon is working out in his sweatpants with shorts over the sweatpants, a half t-shirt with a sweatshirt. Yeah, '80s fashion was weird. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Mouth shows up at the house. Uh-huh. And uh, he's, he's... He knocks on the door. Yeah, he, he, he says something like, Yo, Adrian, or something like that. So he's impersonating Stallone. You, you hear him impersonate other people, too. He's supposed to be the comedian of the group. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the mouth. Yeah. So he shows up. He's more sar- sarcastic than yeah. funny. And so... And he's, like, ribbing Brand for not getting his driver's license. Mm-hmm. And it's been, I don't know how many times, but he says, you didn't get your driver's license again. <laughs> you're going to be riding that bicycle until you're old and gray. You're never going to pick up a chick. You're never going to get that girl. Yeah, he's just an instigator. What was her name? Allie? No, um, Andy. Andy. So he's like, you're never going to get Andy. And then, uh, what else? Oh, and then um, uh, uh, Chunk shows up. Yes, but he doesn't come in the same way, apparently. No. 
I don't know how Mouth got past this gate, <laughs> but Mouth showed up at the door. Uh-huh. Chunk is waiting outside the gate, and he's like, let me in, let me in. I got something great to tell you. I saw something awesome. And they're like, well, Mouth is like, you have to do the truffle shuffle. He's like, come on. Now, now Chunk is a fat dude. Yeah, he's a little chubby. He isn't anymore. He's pretty fit. Oh, yeah. In fact, they on the reunion, they're like, how are you more fit than any of us? And he's like, I don't know. It just um, happens. Yeah. He's probably going through a growth spurt. Usually kids that start out fat end up fit somehow. But it's like do the truffle shuffle. So he has and you've Come seen on. this Yeah. You've seen this meme. Um it's it's posted on Facebook once a day somewhere. Um, but it's he lifts up his shirt and he's like squeezes his belly down and he's like shaking mm-hmm. around. So It's pretty funny. And they're like, Okay. So they do this Rube Goldberg type uh, way of opening the gate where a chicken has to lay an egg. Everything has to be set up just perfect so that the door opens. Yeah. And who resets that crap? It, it doesn't matter. Probably Mikey. <laughs> it's just. It just seems like a Mikey thing. It's just a yeah. dumb thing. <laughs> so Chunk comes in. And he's telling them about stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, is this like when uh, Michael Jackson came to your house to use the restroom?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> And, and yeah, later on he says, "All right, it wasn't Michael Jackson; it was her, his sister." Yeah. <laughs> and in 1985, <sighs> you'd want Michael Jackson to visit your house. Uh-huh. You didn't know he was going to diddle your butthole. You didn't. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. There was definitely something wrong with Michael Jackson. Um, Still like his music. Yeah they they don't believe his car chase story at all. Which is funny, because. The car chase passed all of them. Like, we saw Andy at one point. Yeah. She's cheerleading. Well, you apparently would think a high chase... other people didn't see it. Yeah, no, but, Mouth I mean, didn't I, see it. I know. He heard, he heard it. it. But, you know, uh, Andy, Andy's on the field and the, the cop cars pass. She doesn't even look. Mm-mm. That's stuff you'd expect in a big city where you hear sirens all the time. Yeah. In this little town, I would have turned around and been like, oh, what's going on? All right. Data shows up, played yes. by uh, Brent Spiner. No. What? Are you sure? Yes. Brent Spiner isn't a tiny little Asian dude? No. Oh. All That's right. played by Key. Yeah. Uh, and he he comes in by, uh, what is that called? It's a zip line. Zip line. Yeah. And he comes through the screen door. And it's like, dude. Like right through the screen door. Yeah. This is his M.O. Yeah. So they're all like arguing and having a good time and talking about stuff and then you find out that they're getting foreclosed on and all the houses in that neighborhood are going to get torn down for a country club. Yes. Which they already have a country club. We see it later. Oh yeah. They're just expanding their golf course. It's it's totally totally a crime. And uh absolutely. And so the mom shows up with groceries. And she has a bum arm. Uh-huh. And I can't remember why. They don't explain she why. She just has a bad arm. Yeah. And and that's uh, that's when we meet the uh, Hispanic, yeah, the Hispanic uh, housekeeper. Yes. And now the mom can't speak Spanish, but mouth can. So she's like, "Could you please uh, translate for me?" And he's like, "Oh, sure." And she's like, "Okay, so here's where the clothes go. There's one." And he goes, "The drugs are in the top drawer. Um, we are big drug dealers, and blah blah blah." And and so the lady's <laughs> like, "What the heck?" And then go into the uh, uh, the kitchen, uh-huh. and he still mentions like sex toys and dungeons, yes. and ropes and chains and stuff. 
And so the lady's like, everybody's crazy here. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, there's no way. But we find out that the dad is a curator at a, at a museum, and that's why their whole entire house is kind of nautical-themed. Well, they live next to, you know, yeah, They the do ocean live next too. to the ocean, but he collects stuff, obviously, yes. because we got ships and bottles. We got yes. um, uh, steering wheels, boat steering wheels. Yeah, even their couch has ships on it. Yeah, there's ships everywhere. There's, like, you know, a mast at some place, and it's, it's kind of weird. Not a mast, but a... Uh, Whatever that is, on the front of the boat. Okay. You know when they show the front of the boat yeah, and yeah, it's, it's like a the, skeleton or something. Yeah, some, usually that's what mermaid I'm or about. something. Yeah. So there's all that stuff, and mm-hmm. she's like, "They're not allowed up there. That's why that store's open. Mm-hmm. You know, because she knows that they go up there." We find out that Chunk just breaks stuff because he broke a uh, statue of David uh-huh. and broke the penis off of it, and yes. so they glued it back on. They glued it on upside down. It's like. You boys have this part. Fun fact, movie mistake number one that I found in this is that uh, the last time we see the statue, it's still intact. Uh It's fully intact. (laughs) The mom leaves and they're trying to figure out, you know, there's got to be something they can do to stop this foreclosure, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, they figure there's something upstairs. Something might be upstairs in in the attic. They go up there and they're looking around. For some reason, there's like those electric balls that yeah. you can touch and they're on. Um, there's a whole lot of piratey stuff. And you you learn about One-Eyed Willie. Mm-hmm. And he Sean, uh, Mikey, he finds a map. Yes, but it's too dusty. Yeah. So he asked Chunk to hold it. Yeah, he asked Chunk to hold it. And then he counts down from five. I love that because they do that more than once. <laughs> and 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 chunk drops it and he breaks it, um, and they open it up and they find the map and then they find this gold this balloon, the balloon that has like holes cut in it. Mm-hmm. So it's very much like Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Remember okay. that thing she holds up to the thing and it's like, oh, oh. yes, uh huh, yeah, it's very Goonies right yeah. there. <laughs> there was. There is more than one Goonies reference, in yeah. my opinion, in that movie. I, I noticed that uh, Pepsi made a hard, hard sell in this movie. Everybody's drinking Pepsi. Uh-huh. Um, but they go downstairs, and Brandon's watching Cindy Lauper and the song, the Goonies theme song. Yes. Good enough. I'm going to talk a little bit about this video. Okay. Because it's fun. Um, she doesn't. She never says Goonies in the in the song. Mm-hmm. Good enough for me. It's good enough, right? But like in this video, you see Captain Lou Albano, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Nikolai Volkov, the Iron Sheik, Andre the Giant, Classy Freddie Blassie. You know, you see these wrestlers, and it's because in 1985 they're promoting WrestleMania. Oh. Was that the first one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moolah's in it. Wendy Richter's in this video. Um, They fight an octopus. Yeah. And so it's an interesting video. It's Mm -hmm. like a time capsule. And it's a two-part video. Yeah. Which was weird. I remember watching MTV and they they show the whole video. It, it, It was never broken up. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a joke in the middle. Oh. But, like, it says... 
stay tuned for part two. And I was like, oh, man. And then they continued. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> so. But uh, Captain Lou Albano was a bad guy at the time that turned face. Andre the Giant was a huge star at the time. Um, he did The Princess Bride a little later. But he had also had already done The Million Dollar Man where or the six million dollar man i'm sorry um where he played bigfoot okay because you know uh steve austin fought bigfoot in the million six million dollar man oh okay yeah it gets a little weirder um he had done i think a hulk episode mm-hmm. so he had done some acting made some money that way because in 1985 he had lost his shine he was hurting. Yeah, and like two years later, he was in the main event at WrestleMania, at oh, WrestleMania 3, uh-huh. and he could barely stand. And wow. he broke his back during that match. Ooh. So Being that big and that, that heavy, I couldn't imagine having to yeah, recover um, from that. Robin Wright said that he would act like, you know, when he was in The Princess Bride and he had to catch her. Oh. He had to catch her like five times. Oh, god! And that's her dropping from three feet down onto him uh-huh. and he caught her every single time but after the take he would sit down and he'd be in pain oh so, i'd feel bad i'm sure she did too she yeah did. there's a it's an amazing documentary on andre the giant so that's all i'm going to talk about andre the giant he's not in this movie <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a big i'm a big wrestling fan i love wwf at the time and the, and it was just neat seeing these people mm-hmm. in their prime, yeah. except for Andre, in their prime, just having a good time on in a music video. Yeah, it's it's odd that they chose that, but it's because Cindy was also involved with wrestling at yeah, that point. Yeah, she was part so. of the rock and wrestling connection. Yeah, it was just weird. She was like managing Wendy Richter. And I think all the kids ended up being in the video too, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, the kids were eventually in the video. So anyway... They overpower Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, I love their little with hand the, with single the, communications. What is that? The, the stretchy, like, muscle maker thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what is it. Um, but it's on springs. You pull it apart, and you you're, you get muscles that way. Um, they overpower him, and they tie him to the chair, and then they uh, take off on bikes. But before they do that, they let all the air out of Brandon's bike's tires. Yeah, Mouth did that, and Mikey's like, what are you doing? He's going to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> So the mom comes home uh-huh. and she's like, if you would work out like a normal person. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, ma, ah, you know. So there's the mother, Mikey, and Data all say things incorrectly. No, they all say things incorrectly. That's what I just said. No, all of them. Oh. Everybody in the movie says well, the, things the incorrectly. The main three, those three though, I hear them say, that's what I said. Yeah. All throughout the movie. Like, Data would go, booty traps. And yeah. they're like, no, booby traps. That's what I said. Uh-huh. You know? And the mother says, Harry Carey. Yeah. And, or Harry Krishna. And Bran's like, no, you mean Harry Carey. And she goes, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of talking over each other. Like, if Robert Altman directed this film, it would be like a cluster of noise. Oh. Because they'd all be, like, over-talking each other. Mm-hmm. So, Brandon takes i think data's sister's bike so, i mean it's a little asian girl we we were thinking that but at the very end when we see all the families together 
uh, there's no sister. Well, there doesn't have to be. I'm just saying, if if it is, she's not. She's not with the family on later. the beach at the yeah. end. Yeah. So. <laughs> so he takes the bike and he's riding along. Okay, you got to explain what the bike is, though. It's a little tiny bike with, with training, training wheels. wheels. Yeah. A little pink training wheel, like a third the size of a regular bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Llewellyn from No Country for Old Men riding a tiny bike. It's, it's kind of funny. It's the same thing. His tiny bicicleta. Bicicleta. <laughs> and he runs into Troy, who's driving his car. Yes, with Andy with and, Andy and uh, Cindy. Steph. Stephanie. And uh, for some reason, he likes Andy over Steph. Probably because she, like, dives for crabs. And they're like, do you need a ride? No. Oh, oh I'll give you a ride. He holds his hand and speeds up his car. I think he could have got out of that situation. Training wheels fall off. The whole bicycle almost falls yeah, apart. The, yeah, the, the bicycle's like sparking. Uh-huh. He lets go, and uh, and Brandon rides his bike off a cliff and dies. And he dies. We never <laughs> see him again. No, I I am shocked that he didn't get majorly hurt. Yeah. So the kids end up on the coast. And they hold up the doubloon and they line everything up and they're like, okay, it's this way. There's some uh, words in Spanish. Uh, Mouth reads those words. And there we go. Mm -hmm. We're off to the races. They're like, it's a hundred and some paces or something. And the way that they all are counting is hysterical. I know. And and like, your paces aren't going to match the pirates' paces. But they end up at this restaurant that's only open in the summer and it's fall, so it's closed. This place obviously hasn't been open for years. What are you talking about? It's it's falling apart, basically. You went to Lee's with me once? That was disgusting. I know. Yeah. It's the same thing. No. Lee's wasn't a summer place, though. It was an all-year-round place. It never got clean. Why would it? That's how you build up immunities. <laughs> anyway, they end up inside of this thing, and uh, the Fratellis... Yeah, the Fratellis. ...are the brother... Duo they're inside and, and they're mother. they're moving bodies around and uh the mom shows Body. up and she's like what the heck are you guys doing and mouth starts mouthing off obviously uh-huh. and so she grabs them and like threatens to cut his tongue out with a switchblade and you're like what the heck and he's like they all order a water yeah they all order a water and the water is brown yeah and they're like you shouldn't drink the water and then You're like this is water. It's like those pipes have been off for a while. That's Mikey. Rust. Mikey says he has to use the restroom, and they're like, "Oh, you shouldn't use the restroom at this place." <laughs> Why? What's wrong with our restroom? <laughs> and it's like, "Stay to the right. Go down the hall to the right." Okay, but like mouth Mikey's, is like pouring water oh, into yeah. glasses. He's yeah. like, "Oh, Mikey, do you have to pee?" <laughs> splash, splash. Yeah, uh, of course, Mikey's not going down there to go pee. No, he's he's, going down he's there looking for spot. the rich stuff. Yeah. The rich stuff. And he doesn't stay to the right. No. (laughs) So we're introduced to what seems like a monster. Yeah, he looks like a troll. He's probably like got that pinhead disease because he's kind of, his head comes up to Mm -hmm. a point. His eyes are a little mismatched. Got barely any teeth in his mouth. He's super strong and super scary looking. His ears wiggle. 
and yeah. we don't know anything about him yet. Yeah. But we've reviewed or we've talked about a movie that he we've seen him in. Mm-hmm. He played Stain in One Crazy Summer. Yeah. And he was a former football player. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he yeah. he died of drugs. Oh. Yeah. He's yeah. he's no longer with us. Uh, unfortunately, because he was funny, and everybody on set of this movie said that he was great. They oh, loved really? him. Yeah, Aww, that's a shame then. Um, especially, especially the kid who played Chunk. Oh yeah, because they did all their scenes together uh-huh. almost. Uh huh. So <laughs> Chunk knows that these people are bad because he he wandered off a little bit and he saw the garage with the car that he saw being chased and bullet holes that are about the size of bowling balls. Apparently (laughs) chunk is the biggest tall tailor. Yeah. Okay. So the, the opera guy is feeding sloth. Yes. And he puts the plate a little too far away from him because sloth is chained to the wall Yeah, and he can't reach down and get it. So once opera guy leaves, uh, Mikey kind of pushes the food towards him mm-hmm. and then scares the crap out of Mikey because he's like, ah, ah, yeah. he raises it up. Yeah. It's like, victory, I did it. <laughs> um, uh, the kids leave and uh, Bran runs into them there. And he's like, come on, Mikey, I'm taking you home. Bran actually was in the restaurant when he came back up. He was outside. I thought he was in the restaurant. Uh-uh. I could swear he was in the restaurant, and then that's when he, uh, they were told to get out. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the mom says something like, I hate kids or something like that. Kids suck. Yeah, kids suck. <laughs> kids suck. It's like, you had to. Yeah. And I just put down, Brand's alive! So, they wait until the Fratellis leave because... Mikey is persistent on this is where the rich stuff is. Mm-hmm. And Andy and uh, yeah, what? Where Steph, did they come from? Well, Andy said that she didn't like what Troy did, and so and he was looking at her boobs. Well, yeah, I mean that's what teenagers are going to do. Um, if you saw this woman, you wouldn't be looking at her boobs. He was obviously attracted to her, so whatever. She's a pretty girl. Stop it. <laughs> um, so. So they end up there with Brand and the others. Yeah. So there's there's a plot here of Andy is dating Troy. Troy. She's wearing his letter sweater. Yeah. Jacket. But she's clearly interested in Brand. Mm-hmm. And I think they had a date coming up. It's it's a it's a class warfare thing. Brand's uh doesn't have a car. So he can't take her anywhere. He lives in the poor side of he town. He lives in the goony side of town. Even though that house is amazing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh, and Bran just doesn't have that status. Yeah. His, Troy's parents are obviously wealthy. Mm-hmm. They own mm-hmm. the country club. Yeah. And so there you go. And probably the bank, it sounds like. Yeah. They go down to the basement. Chunk breaks a water cooler. Mm-hmm. Now they're plastic, but back then it was glass. And uh, the water goes into the fireplace, but then you can hear water echoing. Mm-hmm. You can hear it falling. So there's a grate underneath the log. They move the log out of the way. They open it up. They're like, we should go down here. Fratellis show up. Mm-hmm. And so everybody gets out of the way. They they were in the freezer. Yeah, they were in the freezer. They found a dead body. Chunk 
Chunk got stuck in the freezer Chunk, here. Chunk wanted the ice cream in the yeah, freezer. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he was going to leave and he goes, I smell ice cream. And I was like, bull crap. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, the Fratelli's brought pizza home too. And they're like, he's like, pizza. Oh, pepperoni pizza. Uh-huh. You know, so. A little food hound. Yeah. So, so the kids all run down into this grate except chunk chunk gets yeah, stuck in the chunk, freezer with the body the and he's he's yelling come and get me you know yeah. um which i'm surprised they guys didn't hear. guys yeah <laughs> and so uh the fratellis come downstairs and the mama realizes she goes somebody's been here because yeah because the, the cooler water was cooler broken. is broken and then they're like well go check your brother yeah so that's when we find out, yes, this is their their sibling. Yeah. Not just some freak and, monster. And his name is Sloth. Yes. I'm like, that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 80s. Everything had to be spoon-fed to you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Unless you're watching David Lynch and then everything is just taken away from you and you have to guess on everything. Yeah. And when they all leave the room, Chunk gets out. He manages to get out Mm-hmm. from a window i'm like i can't believe they didn't hear that yeah chunk escapes yeah he runs out to the road and at this point we've see also seen that the fratellis are going to be leaving yeah it's dark i get why he he did this but he just runs out in front of the first car he can mm-hmm. well, he the second starts, car because one car dodged him yeah but it's the first car that he could get in front yeah. of you know he stops a car and he's like you gotta help me, mister. See, there's these bad people. They're called the Fratellis. They, they're they at the old restaurant, and we need to get to the police. And I'm willing to tell the cops everything, and that's when the light dome Yeah, the light comes, comes on. on, and opera guy sings a little opera. Uh-huh. And uh, he's he like, starts, ah! Yeah, he, like, starts speaking a Jewish prayer or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Pants grabs him, gets stuffed in the back with the dead body again. The same dead body from the freezer. <laughs> He so, just can't catch a break. No. It it just cracks me up. So they get they get Chunk to the restaurant. And that's that with that for now. Mm-hmm. Because we got to cut back to the kids down underneath the place. Yes. They, Data has lights. And he for shines like them. three seconds. And yeah, it's, they're too bright. And then it burns out his battery. Data's deal is that he's a little tinkerer. Yeah, he's a little inventor. Inventor. Yeah, and most of his inventions don't work or don't work long. No, they work. They just... Uh, they fail easily. They're either, they're either ineffective yes. or they're too effective. Yeah. <laughs> so they they go up to, like, they see all these pipes mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we can get out this way. We'll just bang on these that, pipes. That logic is dumb. So they're banging on these pipes and they're like raising and lowering them. And then the pipes are shaking themselves. Uh-huh. Um, they cut to like the country club. This guy's trying to get water and he's like the, the, the water fountain goes down and then it comes up real fast uh-huh. and knocks the guy in his butt. Um, Troy's taking a poo and water just shoots up. And he's yeah. like, daddy. Yeah. You can, you can see the, the mechanism. Yeah, that, yeah, you that saw that pushes him chair. all the way up, you know, and you're like, oh, that's funny. Um, what else? Oh, the the old men in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the knobs just go into the wall. Yeah, they just crash into yeah, the wall. The, uh, it was kind of funny because one of the old dudes was like about to touch it. He like 
was reaches now reaches yeah. there and then it disappears i'm like you knew that was gonna happen <laughs> and they're like we gotta get out of here you know the kids do and they like run uh-huh. away and the and the pipes are just still bomb 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 uh-huh. you know, shaking up and down uh let's see here they uh oh, they start to torture chunk yes and they got a blender and they show a tomato being blended and they're like that's gonna be your hand soon uh-huh and he's like, you got to tell us everything. And he does. He spills he, his guts. He's well, like, they're under the fireplace. They escaped. They're yeah, under the... Yeah, they're like, he, don't tell me lies, kid. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's so unbelievable. And so then they were like, tell us everything. And he goes, everything? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so he starts from like early childhood. Yeah, he's like, I was born a poor black child. <laughs> no, wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he starts, and then in the third grade I did this, and then in the fourth grade I did this, <laughs> and you know stuff like that. And 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 the opera guy is like smiling. He goes, I, I like this kid. He's funny. Um, we cut to the kids again down under, and uh, they ran into their first booby trap. Yes, the, the stones. They found Chester Copperpot. Yeah. Um, and a Lou Gehrig baseball card, mm-hmm. which probably would net them a little bit of money. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know why they showed the they showed the they showed the thing like it was going to be a thing, but it just turned out to be uh, nothing. The baseball card. Yeah, because it I doesn't think, come back. Well, no, I think they were trying to put him in an era, like a time. Well, yeah, era. the 1930s. Yeah, and so that's why he had this on him because of course and, he had a baseball card. And if card I remember right. Uh, the penguin from Batman. His name is Chester Copper Cobblepot. Cobblepot, yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. Annie's hysterical. Andy's always hysterical. Yeah. Um, we come up to the wishing well. Not yet. First, they hear scratching, and they're like, "What's that noise?" And so they open up this rock mm-hmm. from the wall. And bats fly out. Yeah. And some of the bats look a little faker than the other bats. Of course they do. I mean, they're just like dangling in front Uh of their faces. and They're like, oh, it's in my hair. It's in my hair. Uh And the bats just whoosh out. So we got that. Um, Then we cut back to Chunk, and he's telling the most famous story of all time. (laughs) Chunk bought some fake vomit. Uh Uh-huh. Or he made some fake vomit. I don't know, yeah. And he went to the movie theater. <laughs> and he went all the way up into the balcony. I'm like, what kind of movie theater is this? I know, we didn't have that then. Uh-uh. I've, I've We've been in movie theaters with balconies since. But back then, I was like, balcony? I know, yeah. And so, he's up on that balcony. And halfway through the film, he does something like this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And he dumps the vomit, and it obviously hits somebody. Oh, it had to have. And he says, and then that guy got sick, and then other people got sick. And then and everybody was f- throwing up. Yeah, and- <laughs> I never felt so bad in my whole life. And and opera guy's just laughing his butt off. He goes, can we keep him off? Uh it's about this point where Mama's getting real tired, and they they go to put his hand in the blender. Yeah. And, and then the bats, the bats up. shoot up out of the grate, and it's like, oh, he was telling the truth. Yeah. Let's get out there. <laughs> uh, they, then they go to the wishing well. Yes. And I call this proof that Corey Feldman could act at one point. Oh, absolutely. Because they they go to this well, and it's a wishing well, so people are dumping coins down there. 
and they're like, oh, this is this must be the rich stuff, you know. Yeah, they don't realize it's the wishing. And they see, you know, quarters and stuff, and they're like, wow, 1944 and stuff like that. Yeah, Mikey's like, wait, this isn't it. Yeah, (laughs) and they're like, oh, these are people's wishes. We shouldn't mess with them. And so Mouth is like, you see this? This is a wish that didn't come true. This is my wish that never came true. You know, and mm-hmm. it's real sad because, yeah. I mean, I've I've been desperate enough to go. I wish things were different. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and it it just touched me in that way. Yeah, uh, Troy is up above with two friends. Troy's talking about how he hasn't done it all the way with Annie yet. Yeah, but he's going to. And the, then he throws a, a quarter down. And then his quarter comes back, and they look in, and it's like, who's down there? And Andy goes, Troy, uh, let down the bucket. And yeah. then he's like, see, wishes do come true. Yeah. <laughs> and so they lower the bucket. We cut back to the family uh-huh. upstairs, and they throw Chunk in with Sloth. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're going to go down into the depths. Yes. And I just put down Chunk and Sloth. This is the buddy cop movie we needed to see. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, Sloth is a gentle giant. Yes. And Chunk, who's been hungry the whole entire time, gets free of his restraints, or sort of. Sort of, yeah. And uh, offers Sloth half of his baby Ruth, or uh-huh. a baby Ruth. Yeah. And he goes, Ruth, Ruth, baby, Ruth. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, everybody knows um, that. When I was a kid, people would just imitate Sloth. Oh, yeah. You know, they go, Rocky Road? Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. And he throws he throws the candy bar to Sloth, and it hits Sloth in the head instead of his hand, mm-hmm. and it falls to the ground, and Sloth is like, ah, ah! And so Chunk is, like, bouncing up and down in his, his yeah, chair. Yeah, he's worried. And he's like, oh, my God, this thing's going to kill me. <laughs> And then and then Sloth like breaks the chains off the wall out of the wall, mm-hmm. reaches down, gets the baby Ruth, breaks it in half, and gives the other half to Chunk. He's like, "Geez, Mister, you had me scared there for a second. <laughs> um, uh, we see that Andy stays down in the well. Yes, she puts the letter the letter sweater yeah. on the bucket, and Troy is like, "Andy, you Goonie." Yeah. Now Goonie, I thought like when I was. When I originally watched it, I thought they just called themselves the Goonies. Like, it was like a club. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's a social status. Oh. Uh, Goonies are just the poor kids. Okay. So See, I thought it was their little name for them, too. No. So. They call themselves Goonies because, well, they're called Goonies by the rich uh, because they're poor. That's not nice. No. So they have to, like, they, something happens and uh, they open up this other part of a wall. And they have to solve a puzzle. Oh. Um, this movie is Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. When when they were with Chester Copperpot mm-hmm. and searching through his pockets and everything, they found this weird skeleton yeah, type Yeah, it's like key. a key. And I think that's what opened the wall. Yeah, so they... It also had a booby trap, They find where the though. eyes and nose line up, yeah. and then they turn it, and it, and it locks his arm mm-hmm. in there. And something comes at him, like a spiked ball or something. It's a, it's a boulder. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Indiana Jones as exactly. well. Exactly. And so he gets out of that. Um, 
something happens where the floor opens up and Data falls and mm. his little chattering teeth save him. Pinchers of power. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah, they're all like, oh. Um, he's like, no, guys, I'm alive. <laughs> so I put down Data dies. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Not really. So we cut back to Chunk. He's finally gotten on a phone. Yes. And he's like talking to the cop. The cop is like, oh, yeah. Is this like when Michael Jackson came to your house or when you said that uh, you fed these creatures after midnight and they yes. all came to life? So there's like a Gremlins reference. There was another reference to another Steven Spielberg movie. But the Gremlins reference just stands out mm-hmm. because on the R disc that we have, it has Gremlins and Gremlins 2 and the Goonies mm-hmm. all on it. Yeah. Uh, and then the phone gets cut off because Sloth is clumsy and he unplugs the no, phone. No, he, he, he's walking after Sloth and he goes too far and the cord pulls out. Well, either way, it's Sloth's fault. He, to a degree. <laughs> um, but Chunk, Chunk is the perfect example of the boy who cried wolf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're at a part of the movie where they all have to take a pee. So they, they go on a pee break. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, that that over there is that's the little girl's room. Over here's the little boy's room. And so they're, all the boys are going into this mm-hmm. one spot. And their brand goes a different way. And they're like, where are you going? This is a men's room. Yeah. <laughs> so all the other boys the, start The other boys there. go that way, yeah. too. So that leaves... Mikey alone. Now, Allie and, and Steph are talking Andy. about... Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, they're talking about kissing Brand. Yes. And so they're like, oh, Brand, Brand. And Brandon is an idiot. Yes. And he goes, go see what she wants, okay? So what Mikey she's goes whining over there. about yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, Mikey oh, goes over dumb. there and uh, she's got her eyes closed. And so she kisses the hell out of Sean Ass and Mikey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Martha Plimpton sees it. Oh, Steph yeah. sees it. And she She's just laughing. starts laughing. <laughs> and, like, Andy disappears. And uh, and Mikey's like, whoa. And she's like, okay, lover boy, you just go that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so she comes up to Andy and she's like, okay, you kiss, now tell. Yeah. You know, and she's like, something really weird. Does Brand have braces? Yeah. And she doesn't tell and her. She's like, she's like, and watch out around here because he was standing standing in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, so funny. Um, we also get a scene where, you know, the Fratellis are starting to go through. It's like, what is going on? Yeah, the Fratellis finally catch up and... Uh, they're going across like this log that there's like water rushing around it. Yeah. And uh, Data has like slick shoes, like his uh, shoes open up and like oil comes out of it. So he oils up that yeah. log. Like, how do you how do you mentally prepare for? You know, I might need this one day for sabotage. He plays a lot of spy versus spy. Apparently. Um. Man, spy versus spy. And then the uh, the Fratellis chase after him but like joe pants he uh falls crotches himself mm-hmm. the other guy falls and crotches himself and the mom is like you bumbling idiots and then the wave takes him over yes and they fall in uh-huh. but they're okay because it's a cartoon right but you um, know this gives us a little bit of time because they go to the piano of doom yes they've got to play the bones so this is a skeleton slash organ 
I called the piano of doom. Uh-huh. And uh, they have this sheet music that they have to play perfectly yes. on a piano that they're unfamiliar with any of the notes. They're just assuming it's just like a piano, apparently. Andy knows how to play piano, and so she hits a note, and a little bit of the door opens. She plays another note, and the floor falls out underneath them. Yeah, one section falls yeah. out. They You can they, only miss up three times, or yeah. you're all dead. Yeah, even though she messes up. One-Eyed Willie is the king of booby traps. Of booby traps. So, um... The floor eventually all falls out, basically. Yeah. But they're, they managed to get the, the door, uh, the, the wall yeah, door to come opens. down. They get over. The Fratellis are there. They're yeah, trying they to figure up. out how to get around. They, I think they catch Data, but they let him go. Or Yeah, they let him go because the floor opens out underneath yes. him. And he, uh-huh. he's saved. Um. Chunk and Sloth managed to get to where the pipes were. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and Chunk goes, "Yeah, Mikey was here." Yeah, Mikey <laughs> was, like, was here. Really? <laughs> and so like, the Sloth stops the pipes from moving, and he, he just like, pushes them pushes up. them up. And you hear like a car crash, and you hear police sirens. Yeah, screaming. I was like, "Oh God!" And yeah. and Chunk's like, "We should get out of here." Right. <laughs> Um, so they get to, the kids get to the water slide. Yes. And they go down this water slide. It looks like fun. Into an open area, cave uh-huh. opening, blah, blah, Big blah. Big cavern. Because the story is, is that One-Eyed Willie was chased into this cave, and then the British soldiers uh, caved in the cave and just left. Which doesn't make sense why they and, wouldn't have gone in there and gotten right. all the gold. And from that point on... One-Eyed Willie and his crew were digging tunnels everywhere all around. It's like freaking Oak Island out there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and they 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 made a map and they set booby traps and they're like, and then One-Eyed this is where Willie, we live now. Uh, killed his entire crew except one had to have gotten out with the map. Yeah. So there you go. So they they get they they get down in the water and like oh there's a big ship there they get on yeah. they fight you know, a watermelon they don't fight anything <laughs> there is a deleted scene yeah there's here. a deleted scene and it's kind of dumb yes and I'm glad they took it out but there's some sexual tension between Mouth and Steph which is weird because not really they're they're well they're maybe three years apart okay yeah that's fine he's then. thirteen she's probably sixteen so yeah. it's not that big of a deal okay. Like, if I was 16 and you were 13, that wouldn't have been a big deal. No, you're right. So. Yeah. She's just taller than him. Well, yeah. And still is to this day. <laughs> Corey Feldman is four foot eleven. No, he's not. He's a small guy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and, and like, the octopus was touching her butt or yes, touching her she legs. she thought it was mouth. She thought it was mouth, and she goes, stop it already. And he's like, what? I didn't do anything. And then she slaps him, uh-huh. and then the octopus shows its head, and yes. then they fight it, and nothing the, happens. The octopus looked terrible. Yeah, it And I think great. that's why they cut the scene. So... They find the treasure eventually. Well, they get on the boat. Yes. And lots of Sean Astin goes up into the captain's quarters. Yes. There's this big table with lots of rich stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Gold, um, uh, uh, gems of some sort. All kinds of stuff, yeah. Marbles. Well, marbles were later. No, those marbles were right there on that table. 
No, Mouth emptied his marble pouch. <laughs> Silly. But no, he has a speech. Mikey has like four speeches yeah. in this movie. Yeah, he, he's alone with One-Eyed Willie, and he's talking to him like he's uh, alive. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he opens up his eye and he talks to him. And it's kind of a weird thing, but it's also kind of cool. Yeah. And then he turns around. All the rest of them are just standing there. Uh-huh. He goes, how long have you been there? And, and Bran's like, long enough. There's a couple of cute, like, brotherly love scenes between him and Mikey. Yeah, they had pretty good chemistry. Yeah. Like, they acted like they could have been real brothers. So I thought that was really fun. Um, yeah. Kind of endearing. I liked it when he goes, nobody hits my brother but me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, I think they, that was in a deleted scene, though, too. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Um, so they just start loading up. And uh, one of them was going to touch one of the scales. Yeah. And Mikey's like, no, no that's Willie's. That's Everything Willie's. else you can have except this. Right. And uh, I was like, it's really, he's got a lot of respect for this person, for this this um, grandiose idea he's had since he was a child. Right. So it was kind of nice to see that. They gather up everything, and then the Fratellis are there. The Fratellis are there. They got a gun. Mm-hmm. They start, like, emptying everybody's pockets. Mouth has pearls in his mouth. She goes, aren't you the one that talks too much? <laughs> and then he, you know, they take this long strand of pearls out, and he's mm-hmm. like, she's like, anything else? And he's like, mm, and, you know, obviously he does. And, like, eight more gems come out of his mouth. She's yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so at this point, Chunk and Sloth finally show up. Yes. And you hear Chunk, or Sloth go, hey, you guys. Well, right before that, there's a kinky kind of scene. They walk the plank. (laughs) Yes. Well, they, they've tied Andy's hands, push her off the the plank. Mm -hmm. Brand rushes over, saves her. He saves her. They're in the water. He's about to untie her hands, and he's like, no, we're going to kiss. Yeah. You know? And so he, he, like, puts her arms over so that she doesn't, like, you know, have to Drown. worry about that. Um, They kiss, and then she goes, where's your braces? And I'm like, Jiminy <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> so then Sloth shows up. Yes. There's a big old fight, pirate style. Very similar to the Errol Flynn movie that we saw earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in this movie, they show a bit of an Errol Flynn movie where he's fighting on a pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's similar to that. Uh, we find out that Sloth was uh, dropped as a child. More and, than once. And that's why he looks this way. Yes. Um, he, he beats up the brothers, sort of, kind of knocks he their knocks heads together. Out. And then Mama says, start singing Rockabye Baby. But when he gets to... Uh, down will come baby uh-huh. he's like mama she's like i'm sorry i, I only dropped you it. once and so he picks her up and throws her overboard uh-huh uh-huh um the ship because of the greed they took the scales the money yes. from the scales yes and the ship kind of starts sailing away yeah uh everything falls down yeah and i'm like why would they this is the kids logical es- the kids escape <laughs> sloth is left behind uh, there's a neat moment where uh, Chunk is talking to Sloth because Sloth is holding up that big boulder. Yes. And he goes, I love you, Sloth. I love you, Chunk. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. And you're like, 
you can't feel that much emotion for this. This is weird. So the, the kids are all running onto the beach and like the cops are there. Yeah, it's the, the next the morning. The mayor is there. Every, everybody's all been the looking parents, for these kids. Yeah, all the parents, everybody. And you get like a touching moment with each family member and all that. Um, and they're all like similar. Oh like yeah. Like the mom is the mom is like this old Jewish like, "Did you have anything to eat? Are you hungry?" "Yeah, I'm hungry." And he's got like pizzas. Yeah, they bring like, a pizza. He's Domino's, got a sister. Domino's pizzas. He's he's got a sister and she comes up and she grabs a piece and I was like, "This is hilarious <laughs> yeah. so um, much stereotyping data runs into his or goes to her his father yeah and they say stuff it's kind of touching yeah um brand and mikey she, you know they go to their parents andy goes to her mom and dad steph i don't know what happened i didn't remember her family anything. was there um but we uh also the country club guys are yes there. And they, they're, I'm like, their kids have been missing overnight, and you're coming to the reunion of them finding that their children are okay to make them sign papers for yeah. your house. Yeah, and then Dill uh, holes. And then somebody like I think John, uh, Mouth. Rosa, Rosalita has the marble bag yeah. somehow. I'm and not so sure. she opens it up, and there's all these jewels in there, and she's like, "Oh, Meester, Meester." <laughs> yeah, like no, no filament or some no no filament or and so something the, yeah. you know like they that. They look in the bag and they're like, "Oh, it's like no rip, sign, no yeah, sign." They yeah. they rip up the uh, contract and throw it in the air, and then more paper shows up in the air. Yeah, because it's like he throws it up out of his hands, and then more like shoot up like uh-huh. confetti. So I don't it's know like, what the heck that you was. Just littered. They see the boat sailing away. Yeah, because they were trying to tell the police what was going on. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're telling more tall tales. Right. And then they're like, oh, my God. And then... Uh, the Fratelli's the and Fratelli's, Sloth. Yeah. And they're, they've got their guns out on Sloth uh-huh. because he's kind of intimidating if, you, if you've if you never seen anybody yeah. like that. And so Chunk goes to the rescue. All the kids go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Fratelli's are arrested. And Chunk goes... Sloth, you're going to come to my house and you're going to live with me from now on. I was like, way to not ask your parents. <laughs> uh, we can't have a special needs person in our house, kid. We got you already. No, um, and then, and then uh, and that's kind of the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. Like, I hadn't watched it in a while. We watched it the other night. Yeah. And Chunk just makes me laugh so much. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. Um, we have a friend that says this is a terrifying movie, and I'm like, "What movie are you thinking of? Because this is not the movie it's you're thinking of." It's not scary. Like, I'm sure if you were really little and the first time you saw it, Chunks or Sloth's appearance would be kind of off-putting, maybe a little scary. Yeah. But he's such a redeeming. It's it's kind of a, a, a reminder that people may look scary mm-hmm. and different from you. But they're still human beings. Yeah. You know, and they they can be really nice. So I I don't think I don't think he was ever really scary to me. I never thought he was scary. This was a funny movie. It yeah. wasn't serious. No. It didn't take itself seriously. Absolutely not. So I don't know. Um this is uh one of my favorites of all time. This as far as kids' movies go, with a all kid cast. Mm-hmm. Um there's this movie, there's The Sandlot, and then there's Super 8. That's a good one. Yeah. Stand By Me is really good. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it, though. I mean, what can you say? It's a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. Produced, anyway. Yeah, it was done really well. Richard Donner 
like he killed it as a director on this directing that many kids oh it had doing to be all chaos on set oh yeah it was crazy but it looked like it was a well-made movie like yes. it was well thought out yes because i've seen i've seen movies where they want it to be like this and it just isn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyway that's our movie if you like us follow us on facebook we are happy fun time movie hour if you really like us, follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. Subscribe to us, share us, tell rate your us. friends, rate us, and uh, that's all. So go watch a movie. <laughs>